195. 195. Fuck me alive. It's 195. It's the hashtag show. We're back again. What will we talk about this week? BDBD. Climate change is on the agenda. Silly hipsters vandalising shops They're pouring out milk They're smashing the windows Because the world's on fire But we're cold at home Your granny's alone in the basement It's so cold at home How can the planet be heating up When we're all freezing at home? We're all freezing at home. Well, we're all freezing at home. We've died. Welcome to the Hashtag Show, episode 195. Today we'll be discussing climate change, the new Chancellor of the Exchequer and the strength of the Euro against the pound. I'm joined, as always, by Malakali, uh, double denim wearing expert. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening and welcome to episode 195 <coughs> of the Hashtag Show. You can light a candle. It's not romantic. It's barely for a heat. You can light a candle. It's not romantic, but you can have a size nine feet. And eat strawberries in the garden. Well, you kill your other half. Yeah. Welcome to the hash tag show. Um, first of all, I don't like again that you've gone for the visual jokes. I always feel as if you're sitting higher in the chair than I am, and now you've got the fucking hair up as well to even give yourself Mate, a bit more height. I've got a full quiff on it. Aye. I don't know what's going on with my wee barber. I just go there for the banter. It just goes nuts with the haircuts. But what I want to say to everybody is, and you know you witnessed it, Scott. What? I did indeed go double denim. So I've got a, I'm sure, and it's something I wanted to talk to you about as well, right? Because I'm sure everybody, maybe yourself included, Mr. Gibson, we've all got a denim jacket, right? And it's in the cupboard somewhere. And it's for your glory days. Like that Burniston sketch, right. it hit, struck home me because it's real. Can you, imagine, can you imagine screaming. the amount of denim I'd need for a denim jacket right, right now? You'd, you'd look like a fucking, like a fucking, like <laughs> six cowboys stuck aye, together. Aye, classic, mate. Can we, listen, can we also just say for the listeners, uh, we attended Mr. Ross's birthday party, Mal rocks up, double, double denim, super quiff, but you also had it fucking done up like you're in the Mexican cartel. Top That's two my buttons. Style, mate. I always do just the two buttons at the top. But then it was That's pure just open, like, yep. mate. Is it a midlife crisis again? Should I be worried? Well, here's a, this is what I was about to say, right? So I've had this double denim... No, I've had this J-skit, right? It's a belter. Uh, Let's not go that far. Covered, the last jacket. time I've wore it... The last time I wore it, it was like... Probably my public domain days. Early 2000s, right? No, no way. No way. Uh, no, because yes. that jacket fits you now and you were only a fucking fat pig in the public domain days. Uh, that is the same jacket. As I say, everybody's got a glory days... <laughs> I love how you call me fat. You've got a bloody cheek, Mr. Gibson. A bloody cheek. We've been over this before. I am a big man, but you right. are a fat I've got a big cock. pig. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Aye. All my weights in the trousers, hen. First on a bobby. <laughs> See the amount of zips I've burst my <laughs> No, so anyway, I've got, I want to get back to it because I know even the female listeners, male listeners, we've all got a belter of a denim jacket. Uh-huh. I draw the line 
I'm not talking white jackets here, right? No, I'm not going down that road of stonewash. I'm talking about a denim jacket. And it's been in the cupboard and it's screaming at you and it's saying, come on, take me out. Take me what? out. What is it? Take me out. My Honestly, I, I take don't know how many times out. I put that jacket on going, the night's the night. And then I shit I look it. fucking fabulous. I, and then the, I, I summoned the power of Shane Stevens and I fucking <laughs> put it on for Rossi's 40th party. It's just, it was a lucky we never said it because it was a surprise thing. Was it a surprise? Aye, because they didn't know we were going. And then I was like oh. to myself, I'll get to that. So I wore my denim jacket and I'm glad I did. Because I felt, I felt the time was right, Scott. And I think, listeners, hashtag heroes, scum around the world, you might see me in a denim jacket more often. And Maria said to me, you should take that to Italy and burn it. No, she said you should take that to Italy. And I might just do that. Mate, let me just say this, right? It's 2022. Exactly. Women who have a penis can give birth. Correct. There are now 50,000 genders. Correct. All right? If you eat meat, you're a criminal. If you want to wear double denim, you wear double denim, brother. I'm denim, mate. you wear it with pride. I'm doing it. All right. Because and I'm not even going to tell MD what my pronouns are. I'm just going to say double denim, my man. We need to start adopting the mindset, right? All these mad cunts, man. Right? So see when we all. Like feel- mate, see when we open our wardrobe, right? And we're all at, there's that, that shirt or that tap or they fucking leather pants in the back. Well, that, you know, I bought that in a strong, but I'll never have the cut. We need to find the confidence, find brother. Reach right? for the hero inside yourself. Exactly. And tell them tonight's the night's double denim night. And just go out there, man. And see if yeah, anybody you gives you any hassle. Just say, hey, that's a hate crime. And then get a cunt put in the jail. Aye. See, when I was st- starting about in that double denim jacket, Mr. Rossi's uh, surprise hall, uh, hall to surprise party. You feel it cocking it possibly, off. Possibly one of the worst pubs I've been in since my teenage years. Oh, we'll talk um, about that later. Uh, I knew, I knew, I felt it in the handshakes of other people in the room that they were impressed with my double denim. And I think maybe I've started a movement. It might start uh, in Hamilton and progress back into the city centre. And before you know it, we'll all be diving about in double denim. There may be heroes out there already rocking double denim who've took that plunge. But I, myself, took that plunge and I feel a better man for it. Over to you, Scott. I, uh, I mean, it's obviously making me think about that three quarter left denim overcoat thing that I had French yeah. Connection which you know I, I wish I had still I mean I, I miss every day you know you'd need to wear it as a bandana now uh, excuse me <laughs> <laughs> was it like three quarter length jacket but it was denim mate we've been over this before man ah, this things, is, but yes. is this your bouncer kind of time no this is when I'm in my student loans I went fucking met with student loans mate right and you bought a lightsaber or something did you know but I like it was the very first thing I bought, and then I bought a friend a three quarter length denim jacket for French Connection, and it and was that, my friend. Is why you're no longer in university, and that's why I did a, this podcast for eleven three quarter length. You imagine a three quarter length duffel coat, right? But it's made right. of denim, right? Brilliant. And the and the hood was an oversized hood. Yep, yep. And inside the hood was black fur lined, and to this day, mate, it's the softest material I've ever fucking felt in my life. The, the inside oh, of this hood. So I put it on, mate, and I felt fucking, felt fucking powerful, my man. I was like, I felt like Neo. I felt like Neo, man. I was like, yeah, 
how much is this juice getting? He's like, 195 beans, my man. I was like, put it in the fucking shit load, canto. I love it when you still see like goths and that jumping about dressed up like <coughs> Neil and you're just like, fucking calm down, Matrix. You know, being, I've, I've never had a... The goth world is something I've never been intrigued by in any way. I could never be a goth. I don't think you yeah, get You know, like the music. I've liked the music. <coughs> I, I like quite a lot of music. I guess it's 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 probably well, what, is, the, what is the music? The audience, they're listening all sorts of shit. Well, I'd say like Kings, like The Cure, <coughs> kind of shoegazy kind of shit, no? Yeah, hey, I don't think fucking goth nowadays listening to that stuff. That's like classic fucking goth, like actual good music. They're probably all listening to fucking Lewis Capaldi and fingering themselves. Uh, what you're obsessed with no, fucking track me. somebody uh-huh. to love somebody <coughs> to love somebody to hate somebody to love that is where he took that melody ladies and gentlemen you know this is what I do for music is my way of life so when I listen to songs, I hear other people's influences, and he ripped off la da da la da da because he's gone as a wee kid to his wee family holidays, and that must have been playing in the background. They learnt to dance. He's come home. He's done that to his family. He's dancing in the room, and in his subconscious, maybe later on, and I'm sure um, Louis Capaldi would appreciate me saying this later on in his life. That is fucking came out. And he's turned that into a love song because he knows it's big dollar. Dara Bills, y'all. He's making some dead queens off. La da da la da da la da da Something like that. Anyway. Do you think all the, like, TV ballad guys like Lewis Capaldi, Jink? Jink knew that Sam Smith's coming back, mate. He's shaking himself. He's like, oh, no, this is like the proper fucking ballad singer. It's mad because Sam Smith's like tall and gay and Lewis Capaldi's wee and fat. And, and possibly it's probably hetero my man so it's like a battle of the sexes so they're singing Sam Smith's singing about guys and so, he's, no, he's singing, just singing about, about birds. well I was just singing about love mate he's just Aye, singing about love love with guys could you remember maybe missing maybe missing your maybe missing your time frame my man right <laughs> I remember when uh, I knew George Michael was gay right for the farm days right <laughs> But no, I remember, whoa, whoa, my bro, George, Ma- George my bro, Michael's no gay. George Michael wasn't gay. My bro was a big uh, George Michael fan, and he Mate. had an old an album out called Older, right? And it was quite a good kind of album, right? But then when you listen to it, knowing that he's singing about other men, what does that matter? Right? What? Why? Because it's fucking. I why? want you inside me, your big piece of meat pushing up my jabby. Oh, that, <laughs> that is what I hear. When I'm listening to love songs, I'm just thinking about me and the missus and how good things are. You or me and the missus and how, and how we've blown it. You exactly. You want to hear a love song? Me. You listen to you and me that I wrote. And me, Sir Ross sang. And me. Always. I must have taken you. Long take out of those lyrics. Almost as I long as I, C U N T. Well, that, that's that. It's the same kind of same kind of melody. I remember I was writing <coughs> you and me in Ibiza. No, sorry, in Italy, and my my mom and dad were actually there ways at a time, and I let them hear a wee snippet of it. Right. And my my feels like says says kind of you and me a bit much. Does it know? Just for the back in your dad. Thank you. I yeah. I I C U N T Mate obviously the the hashtag heroes uh you know and scumbags like we spent a couple of days with the TBF last week. Yeah, the guys get through uh in, in Antwerp. 
I'm not going through their debut album. We, we've received a bit of backlash <coughs> as well as you know, it's been it's been a podcast who's representing the boys. Um, but I've had that. I've had that. I can't get a song in my head, mate. Well, a friend of the show actually got banned for a week for typing the TBF. <laughs> The world's gone mad, man. The mal, the, the mal's gone mad. The fucking world's gone mad, mate. The world, honestly, is, is, it feels like now everything's at the perfect point where it's just going to go fucking insane. Did you see the video? Graph and Tangents again, right? And I think TBF is the catalyst for that revolution. Uh, have you seen the video of the fucking, I use the term in quotations, activists, because I call them fucking middle-class cunts. Lesbians. In Edinburgh, and Waitrose pouring the milk out. Why are they pouring milk out? So they're getting all fucking dairy farmers are bad and they take cows after their mother and fucking force them to make milk, right? Uh-huh. But there's three of them. Now they're what? 17, 18 at a push, if that. Uh-huh. Probably 16. They're just after most it. One wee guy standing holding a sign saying like, fucking milk is death, cows are murder, some bullshit. And these other two fucking birds are just standing pouring milk out on the floor in Waitrose. Well, that'll teach them. I mean, first of all, milk that they probably bought no, no, they don't. No, mate. They just. This is what they're doing now. This is the new. Well, this is the new activism. They go into supermarkets, right? They take the milk and they pour all the milk all over the floor and start spouting shit about how the dairy farmers are fucking. It's the worst business in the world. Nobody should drink milk. We should all be on a plant-based diet. It's the only way to save the world. We're all going to die if we don't start eating fucking soya and sticking fucking flowers up our ass. Madness, right? But what gets me is that these kids and their children, right? They're no, they're no like us when we were that age because we were young adults. They are children. They all then go back to their fucking mum and dad's houses in Stockbridge right. or Morganside, right? 14. And a million pound fucking house in Edinburgh. They go to their private school and they all get their fucking credit cards. They're no real people. So they've not, they've not got any pain in their life. They've got any hurt. They've never, they've never felt rejection ever in their fucking life because their millionaire fucking Tory cunt fuck Edinburgh parents have given them everything they want. They all mix Don't in the same back, circles. Tell, me, tell us what you really feel. Well, see, watching that, I genuinely hate these fucking people. And honestly, that's how, so, I, don't, that's how I don't watch the news, mate. I don't want to have that energy we wasted. No, that energy's good, mate, because then you take that energy, right, man, and you fucking go riding with it, well, right? You take yourself take in the back garden. To be gentle and kind, you Scott. Take yourself take in the back garden. And, kind. and you fucking read that. Well, that's what you do, because you're like, what oh, a fucking cunt to me, too. You just keep stabbing and stabbing them, man. <laughs> I fucking, I fucking, I stitch up your asshole. <laughs> keep feeding you, keep feeding you. Gabby Logan tweeted it, right? Is that Saying the like, bird that used to do the football stuff? Aye, in the rugby. Right. I, I find her oddly attractive, Mel. Because she's like a bird that's into sports, isn't it? It's cause she's, she, she looks like she could take a cricket bat in the back of her legs. That's what I'm saying. Probably like, has. So, she put out a tweet saying, these fucking cunts should be hung. That's what I was excited. No, wasn't it wasn't right. It was, I'm paraphrasing. It was along those lines, right? right. <laughs> but she, she was saying hung or cunts in that tweet. No. No, right. So you right. get her fucking cancelled just for that. She was getting her as the abuse going like, oh, what are you doing to help the cows, Gabby? And I'm like, do you know what? Fuck the hotties. Fuck you. Because it, it struck an eye for you because straight away folk are ganging up in your bird. You're like, Gabby, Aye, right Gabby up, up like the fucking, like the bodyguard Aye. picking it up. Come on in. She's like, please put me down. I have to phone in police. You're scaring me now. Yeah. Don't worry, Gabby. Well, you ever seen Gabby. Kevin Costner in the, in the bodyguard? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm him, right? And you're, you're, you're a white Whitney. This is a thing, Gabby, right? 
See, when I was 12, your husband, Kenny Logan, came to my rugby club, right, to show off the fucking Five Nations Cup, and I shook his horn, right? See, he's figured you with that horn, so technically, I'll figure you, Gabby, right? <laughs> and, so, and, I, and, I, and I smelt his horn, right? And I was like, here, here, how's yeah. your wife? She's a good, right? Right, I know I was like 10 years. That was 10 years before you actually get married, but I don't care, right? Because I've technically, I've slept with you in my mind. Uh, so, here. I put my I finger mean, up his ass in a scrum. <laughs> I used to go that way, trust as well. And they're all pouring milk out. Anyway, the thing that gets the most about it, Mal, is right. See all these fucking cunts. They never they do all this right to get to get publicity, right? Yep. Which eventually falls away. But it just angers people. And why it angers me is because they never do it at the source. They will go to Waitrose, right? Because you know farmers would batter fuck at them. No, but then to be fair to the farmers, I don't have a I don't have any sympathy towards dairy farmers because they are the bastards. The dairy farmers are the one that kick about in the fucking Hunter Grand Range Rovers, right? And the fucking big massive mansions on the farms. The, oh, the what real farmers, farmers have you seen? Mate, see the farmers like meat farmers, like ones that have sh- uh, cattle and sheep. That's a uh-huh. graft. Dairy farmers, fuck a lot of them, mate. They're on subsidies for the government. Their cunts are fucking loaded, right? No, I'm not getting that conversation, right? I, this I don't know political to show. comment on that. Oh, when I was a wee boy, I went up to a farmer and he, and he was milking a cow and he squirted it right in my face. And it's from that moment on, I just loved <laughs> guys coming on my coop. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, they go into Waitrose, posh shop, posh supermarket in Edinburgh, right? Doing it at the bottom of my stock bridge. And they go in there and they pour milk out and everybody's filming them. And they're all filming them going like, look at these young activists, you know what I mean? Yes, of course, Sebastian, it's taking some time out of my day and I'm, I'm going to have to go and buy the plant based. I wouldn't buy dairy milk anyway. It's fucking yeah, fantastic. Good on Where's the soil? Would they go would they go to Asda Govan? Would they go to a little and do that? No, because they get no, fucking somebody knocked would get out. fucking just they get uh, fucking knocked right out. They'd be right? lying on that said milk no. with a flare. See if but you are. Tell, a, tell my mum to come and pick me up. Some bad man's just punched me right in the nose. Get him arrested. <laughs> the mo- Get him a lawyer. Send the driver. I, I'm going to sue you. They, if they went to fucking some shop, right? They went. To, let's say Lidl, for example, right? Which Lidl's a perfect example, or Aldi, right? Because they're no big supermarkets. They only hold a certain amount of stock. That's why they can keep the prices low, Mel. That's why they can keep the prices low. <laughs> so see if you go late at night. And there's only a, cu- a fucking cartons of milk left. Can you imagine you're a single mother going in there because the way needs milk and there's two right. fucking hipsters pouring out? They'd get fucking oh sparkled God. into the back of that milk container. Trolley, right? Not def- aye. Wait, right wait, in the fucking the trolley. Uppercut, uppercut, tip punch, tip punch. <laughs> they're waiting in the seat of the trolley and they're all just charging it and then you just falling into the front of the trolley. The way and he's grabbing the air, man. Fingers up the nostrils. Fuck you, What are you doing? This is what I hate about it, right? You're just, you're just annoying normal people who are not it's not that normal people are not concerned about the climate or not concerned about stuff like this but they are actually dealing with real fucking problems uh, real life you're going home to your fucking rich parents you're going home to your fucking credit cards you're going home to no worries and there are people out there who are genuinely concerned as we get into winter months can they feed their wains and keep the house warm so you pouring out milk because some fucking cow's got a sear teat nobody gives a fuck so see I would have respect for them right if they went to a farm they went to a farm got a dairy farmer out his fucking bed and started pouring milk everywhere I would respect that now You're I hope the farmer would fucking just blow a hole in them and, and that is his right to do man get but off my thing, farm right? and then fucking ba-boom here's the thing I don't know enough about it to know what the ins and outs it is, right? And probably somebody's appalled that something happened somewhere. 
And it's only a matter of time before somebody finds something to complain about something else or whatever. I mean, look at the assholes that threw the fucking soup over the Van Gogh. Or Van Gogh. I don't know about that either. Well, I'll see some things, man. I swear to no, God. No, listen. You're going to need to watch a little bit of news, man. No, I mean, I made a simple choice in the 90s when I fucking couldn't deal with a lot of shit. I cut out media and but, news. Well, you're now doing a really conversational podcast that would help if you had some conversation. Well, the funny thing is, you go, what about that, man? And I go, what? And then, oh, you get a laugh at that, do you? Right. <laughs> Two again, young activists went into a fucking art gallery in London and threw a tin of tomato soup over a Van Gogh painting, the sunflower painting. Well, they shot it because see if it was like gloss, they'd have fucked the painting. So, like, they've done it with tomato soup, knowing that they could A, feed Vincent. And but again, and then, and then super glued themselves to the fucking wall, right? And they come and take it away. And I, people I, are I would love to come across somebody who's super glued. I'd rip them off, rip all their skin off and everything. See, see, if, I, see like if I was like lying down the... on the road, gluing it to the road and everything. Aye. I would pull them off the road, even though they were greeting and all that. Stop it. Stop again, it, me, remember, me. Those, remember those videos and the police are kind of like, is everybody okay can we get you a cup of tea I'm like a cup of tea I've fucking right roundhouse cunt in the face exactly because you couldn't even you couldn't even like, put a horn over their face you could like they'd be right for the kicking hey you'd just be like fucking size nine size nine right to the fucking Patrick kisser but the people so the people who threw the fucking soup in the painting right on the Van Gogh the Van Gogh the what Van one Gogh. was it because well, I, I know all a, his paintings, you know, the screen, the, uh, it's a, it's a the fucking, uh, it's a jar of flowers. Yeah, the the, the, fl- the sunflowers. Is it sunflower? Aye, yeah, shite, yeah, right? it's classic. Who gives yeah, a fuck? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Threw the paint over it and then they're giving it all. What's more important, life or art? The planet that we live in or art? Does art have a value? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I mean, why are they doing that? I mean, that's just to gain. Listen, see if you are a fucking adult, see if you're alive for more than 10 years on this fucking planet and you don't understand that art has more value than fucking people's lives, then you haven't grown up in the real world. Of course it's got more fucking value because it's worth more. A Van Gogh painting is worth more than your life. I don't like saying it, but of course it fucking is. Of course it is, Mal. In in the cold world of... uh, Of reality. Money, money, money. Aye, but what is the the world? The world's money, mate. The world is fucking pain and fire. Yeah. What? There's a Mark Roscoe painting. Your favourite? Who the fuck's right? that? Who's that cunt? My favourite artist. I don't give a fuck about him. But you can have that painting, right? Or you can let Scott live. I'm right. obviously going to go. It's too big a painting for my house. So obviously, let Scott live. right? But first of all, you're a fanny. So somebody comes to me and goes, "There's a fucking Van Gogh, an original, right? And it's yours or fucking Mal lives." I'd be like, "Who the fuck's Mal? Because that Van Gogh's got up my house, and I'm charging <laughs> a fiver, a fiver to see it. And do you know what? See, be a fucking week on Tuesday, I'd be a fucking millionaire, Mal, a millionaire. I'd be, I, I'd be watching more. Me Van Gogh <laughs> painting with I'd a cargo by my side, <laughs> drinking away. <laughs> Experience the Van Gogh with a cargo. With a cargo. As we travel around the UK <laughs> with four Van Goghs in the back of my gypsy traveller. Coming to you, five pounds, gain entry, cash only. Welcome to my new Channel 4 series, <laughs> Van Gogh with a cargo. When I travel around and stare at art while I'm slowly getting pissed on a bottle of fucking tonic. Channel 4's new exciting documentary series Arts for Arts where I travel around all the art galleries recreating the fart <laughs> and the image of the painting uh, these paintings are grand but are you get any scuddy ones are you get any ones with tits in that <laughs> <laughs> I'm fair to look for a bit of flesh hey 
Why, why is it all the fucking men in the pants like a tiny cock's like stuff? Well, <laughs> back in Must the old been cold back then. <laughs> back in the old days, if you had a big dinger, you were seen as mental. I'd have been fucking crazy in the old days. I've Fuck had enough of looking at it. I've had enough of it staring at apples and guys with bowler hats. Get me a couple of scuddies, hey. Hey, hey you got any sectarian paintings back there, Louie? Hey? <laughs> I've I've saw better paintings in my game of land, you fucker, hey. <laughs> have, you, have you any paintings of King Billy or Bobby Sands or I'll that? I tell you what, I've stood up. I've stood up off the toilet after a hard cut and seen better paintings than on the fucking walls in there, like hey. <laughs> That'd be, oh, the, that'd be the topic off. of the conversation, wasn't it? As I just get drunker, the Van Gogh with a cargo, it was just getting drunker and drunker. They don't even start talking about him and all that. See, my Aunt Barbara, she's a fucking slaghead. <laughs> we could just redirect you back to the painting. Well, that painting reminds me of her fucking face. It's a fucking mess, like, you know. One, one, question, one question for the art historian. Was Van Gogh a, a Catholic or a person? <laughs> <laughs> there's, see, there's one question I want to fucking... Where the fuck they buy their paints for Because there isn't any shops back there. They fucking... They making that or something. Is it berries? Crushed berries? How did they do that? Do you ever thought about that? How did they make all the paints? It's not as if they had a fucking... You, mate, this uh, is why I fucking a, a love you. I swear to God, this is why I love you, man. I'm sitting here talking about activism, the world on fire, everyone doing this. It's art more important in your life. And you're like, do you, do you think you made the like, crush berries or something? How did they do that? Mate, I'm trying to pull it back mate, to the hashtag show. You're fucking Scott Gibson's political. Let's help the world. Let's solve the problems. I'm Scott Gibson. It's political the political hour. Jews <laughs> on Hollywood. Coming up the show. They have got conspiracy theories, right? See, like UFOs and all that. They, they run the, they run, they run Hollywood with the Jews, my man. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Does it know? Uh, did did fucking cavemen no paint with berries back in the day? Berries and no, it was a shite for their ass. Berries, <laughs> spunking poop. Come on, he's paints a brun. Well, <laughs> <laughs> which is also the name of my my autobiography. Berries, spunking poop. <laughs> the three. Imagine, get, imagine get the caveman fucking painter decorator. In. Right, where is he? You're after then. Cut a fucking Willie Mammoth saw that boys with the arrows. And are you looking for berries, spunker poop? What are you going for? Uh, There's obviously a well, price with the free. See what I do with that feature wall at the back of the cave there, right? I'd cover that in fucking cow shit, right? <laughs> feature wall? And He's then, like, what's uh, a cow? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. See your dining area, right? I'd zone that half with fucking berries on the back wall. I'd just like me chucking spears at fucking four-legged things, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Any chance I draw one of you on wheels? I'm not a wheel man, bro. That's, that's my uncle. Uh, what I can do for you is cracking big pair of tits on that, right? Spunking berries for that one. In your sleeping zone, right? I'd, write, I'd chill that right out, full of hay, right? Cut a fucking sheep, sheepskin rugs in that earlier, right? Sort it, my man. Let's Rolling call it fire. 40 rocks. Uh, <laughs> 40 rocks, 20 up front. Uh, plus, obviously, you obviously need to supply the spunking berries. <laughs> Tell that man of yours to stop making that fucking wheel out there. I'll never catch you on, right? This is uh, why I, this is why I kind of, part of me, Disney, want to believe that, like, 
like cavemen and like the ancient Egyptians are actually real. Part of me does think it's fabricated, like by modern man, to create a, a, a false history because there's not one cave painting of a dick, there's not one Egyptian mural of a cock. And if you're telling I me don't that, know. mate, if you're telling me that men like you and I were alive in the in ye olden days, man. And we're up there doing fucking sphinx and catsies. You're telling me Nady's going to just throw in a fucking a wee, bobby? A wee dick pic. Do you know what I mean? I think there is like men, like our images of men, like with, with a big fucking. Is it phallic? Phallic? Coffee mixture? <laughs> phallic like symbols? I've got a actually a new bottle of phallic. The big bobby is through history, is it no? I mean, here's the thing. Is there no like a missing, you know, we think, oh, it was a caveman, right? Then it was Egyptians. Then, then we're here. But there was a miss, there's a missing fucking millions of years gap between like fucking cavemen and man. Aye. And they're trying to piece that together. And I well, know that, what I, mean, I was. I was trying to... Oh, here we go. You know what? I was telling you this before. I they don't found, want to spoil it for you. The fucking uh, Egyptian government is trying to cover up this these findings where they found that there was a, a, a group from Africa that came north in Egypt that, that already had an established civilization. Was that group? I don't know what they were calling it, Africanos, I think. Bitches, bitches, where's all my money? Yo, Dug yo, yo. The fucking what, swing, so swing face. They don't want to admit. I mean, the African man was the original man because the continents were all together and they were able to travel across continents before it broke up. I know, yeah. And uh, so we are all uh, descendants of the black man, the original man. Correct. We're all black. We are all black. As you said, we've just stayed out of the sun. (laughs) And and, and as as they went into colder climates, I don't know how the colour changed. It's something to do with your skin pigmentation. Right. So, and then the world broke up into continents. But who, who, right? Who, how, how did the original man mind try be, be alive? How did he uh, grow up? Because God, God was like, he's a rib, and he took his rib out, right? Ah, and he right. created Eve, and then Adam went back to God, and he's like, listen, she's doing my fucking boxing. Any chance right. to take another rib out? And God's like, well, you want another ribs. wife? He's like, no, I just want to sit with God. God, take another rib out. <laughs> and then that way I'll no need to bother. Well, one vertebrae, God, could you just remove that first? Listen, Know how easy it was for you to make her? He's like, piece of piss, mate. I was like, listen. It's dead easy. Sign up to become a Patreon, a real hashtag hero, and enjoy the rest of this episode. Apply the changes to your life and become a better person by searching for the hero to send yourself. All the best now. God bless. Fuck you, Kenzo